All right, now back with me here on the French Lick Resort guest line is Perry French. Let me remind you a little bit about Perry's background. He is the brand territory manager for Strixon, Cleveland Golf, and Zexio Golf. And along with that, he's also a weekly partner, like you just heard me say, with my good friend Matthew Lawrence over on Backspin Golf. It's my regular weekly Sunday morning, 8.03 a.m. tea time. You can hear Perry sharing his thoughts, his playing lessons, talking about the equipment and on all those sorts of things. It's a really great show, as you guys tell me we talk about all the time. First segment, Outstanding with Perry. He's also a Class A teaching professional. I'm very grateful he was patient with me, and he's joining with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Perry, thanks for coming back on the show. Good evening, Chris. How we doing? Good to be back. <laughs> I appreciate you very much. Thank you, Perry. So, uh, Perry, I, I have to imagine you guys are going crazy with uh, Shane Lowry's win. They're at the Open Championship. Everyone with uh, associated with the uh, Strixon brand has got to be all smiles, just like uh, he was when he won the tournament. Oh. Talk about what's been going on with you guys since yeah. that victory. What a what a great way for for the summer you know, champ, major championship season to end with with us having a a four day foray of uh, Shane Lowry putting on a pretty strong exhibition for all four days, and and the and the weather changes on a, a an outstanding layout, which was uh, super challenging as we saw for the players. And, uh, for him to, to pull off the win, obviously from Republic of Ireland and, and being it, that it was where it was. I mean, in Northern Ireland, he was as close to a Rory McElroy win as you could expect from a, from a homeland scenario. So it was great from that aspect. And from us, from a brand, you know, Shane, as it, as it was, you know, playing alongside another brand ambassador and JB Holmes, who unfortunately had a pretty failing weekend, but mostly on Sunday. We won't get into that, but Shane was able to, to really, he's really been a strong, long time, uh, you know, player of ours from when he first came out to play. And even actually when he won the Irish Open as an amateur, he was playing tricks on ball. You know, so those are a lot of things that Shane has as history with us. And it was great to see him pull off. It really was just a win that was for us monumental just because we had such great exposure. He, he, you know, he drove the ball exceptionally well with our new 585 driver. He had the two and three utility UH85 irons that were, you know, noticed by all the players. Um, you know, who since that event called me, what's that? What's that club he's got in the bag there? What's he, what was he using? You know, putting <laughs> the ball in play. So it's it's really fun. I mean, obviously, you don't always get that. There's only four of those a year, right? Four guys get four companies get to claim some type of major, you know, uh, championship, and it really came at a great time. We had just finished up our summer sales meeting, so we're launching some new products here in the fall. So I got a lot of ammo when I get into that pro shop to talk about what great things are happening. And the neat thing about Shane's product. 12 of the 14 clubs that he plays that are ours. He plays an Odyssey putter and a, and a Taylor made three, but the other 14, 12 clubs are all ours, including the golf ball, of course. And you can buy those today. Anybody who wants to play with Shane Lowry had in his bag can buy that club customized to their specs. So that's pretty, that's a pretty neat thing as well. No doubt. And I, and I got to imagine, yeah. right? We, we're we're going to be seeing his smiling face on a lot of different tricks on things coming up here oh. over the next few months, right? Absolutely. He, he just, you know, Obviously, from from a current status, Hideki has been our lead professional player, certainly a Japanese, uh, you know, a native, and and he's been with the company again for a long time. Uh, and him and uh, Graham McDowell are our one-two punch out there uh, from a faces that people recognize. But yeah, Shane Lowry jumped the he just jumped the shark on this one. He's he's gone to the head of the box, and I think we'll we'll start seeing something. He, well, he'll show and talk about his product. He's again, he's been a loyal player for for a number of years, so it's not like you know this is something that we just happen to latch onto. He's been with us for the, for the right reasons, and that's trusting our products, trusting it with his game and his career. I gotta tell you the, the story. If you didn't know this about Shane Lowry a year ago, 
he told uh, the story that he was at the British Open in the parking lot at the conclusion of last year's British Open, crying, literally crying. And as he said, golf was not his friend. He didn't know where his game was going, if he had enough game to compete at this level. And for him to sit there a year later and to be holding the Clara Jug, is, is a, it makes my, it gives my hairs in the back of my neck to stand up. It's an amazing story that he could be at that depth personally about his golf game. I don't remember what he shot. It doesn't matter. He had that, he had that internal, you know, feeling of how his game was or where it wasn't at that point and didn't know what, what was ahead of him. And here it is a year later. He's, he's now, he's now a major champion and certainly in his world, the European players world, it's the best event for them to win as a major. You know, that's just the, the British, the, the open championship is that. So that's, that's wow, it was a great, what a great, story. Yeah. Pretty, pretty neat. So. So we're excited as a company. We get to we get to and it's the last one of the season. So no, we got to all wait until April. So we got we got we got the floor. <laughs> get the last one. So, yeah. So we use that. You get yeah, to bask in that glory, right? For what? Another eight months? Absolutely. We get to, absolutely. It's it's the long it's the long haul. So until we get through this, uh, as I was telling Matthew on the show, the silly season, and he he chuckled. I had a little rant about this silly season called the Tour Championship and and squeezing you know squeezing four major championships into 115 days. And I think, you know, uh, we'll talk about that maybe a little later, but I think that that was yeah. going to be a mistake. It's going to be a mistake just from a, from a, uh, to, for me, from an uh, ongoing viewership, you know, to condense the season, you're going to, you saw what happened. We didn't see Tiger Woods play. He played, if you want to know this fact, in those 115 days, guess how many, guess how many rounds, competitive rounds he played that you and I and the world got to watch after he won the green jacket. Six. Twelve. Twelve competitive rounds. That's in 115 wow. days. That's a travesty. I mean, that's just, that is a, you know, I don't know if Tiger was harboring a, a minor issue. He's trying to conserve, you know, and be, you know, but he wasn't prepared. He couldn't prepare. And the condensed schedule cost him some preparation time. And also playing in the, even they played in the memorial. So he really, it really hurt that part, which should have been a great story to the 2019 season. With him winning the Masters out of the gate, I mean, it couldn't have gotten any off to a better start, you know, from a publicity, TV, and then the, the TV people—they didn't get to see Tiger very much at all this year at all. So it was a—I think it was a dud, quite frankly. Yeah, and and, and uh, that is sort of the theme for the show tonight, Perry. And I want to get back to some of the tricks on stuff here in a minute. But to your point, right here we are—it's the FedEx Cup playoffs. We've got mm-hmm. you know. The, Two tournaments and then and then the tour championship. But now that we're, right. I mean, t- typically in, in in seasons past, well, once you get past the last, you know, what used to be the PGA championship at the end of the season, now the Open Championship, you know, we start to check out, right? I mean, the football season yep. starting, and now we're starting sure. to get ramped up, and our attention gets diverted to that. So I, I was curious to get your thoughts on on the on the uh, on the playoff system. Is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is or is it really most golf fans? Said okay, open championships over. I'm on to I'm on to football. Yeah, I, I think I don't think it's from a from a viewership. People are going to tune in. It is August. It's, it's uh, you know it's it's football season is a month away. We're we're in camps and all that. No biggie. Um, I, I think the true golf fan, myself, yourself, that are are going to follow golf through the through the long haul. The, the condensing the schedule doesn't do us any favors, quite frankly. I think from a viewership standpoint, I don't have a problem that the month of August, the third week in August, is the was the PGA Championship to kind of get the 
you know, get the last player spot for the Ryder Cup, which is obviously going to be in September to, uh, in the, when it's in the States. You know, kind of get that. There's a lot of interest in that. Do people watch the Ryder Cup in September, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I think they do. I think right? they do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So why is it you don't want to be televising some of your most important events in September? There's a lot of golf being played across this entire country from north to south, east to west. It's one of the longest periods of golf in, 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 because of the, the seasons are going on. And just because football's in the first two or three weeks of the season, it's not going to affect that viewership. It is going to affect the quality of play in the fields of play that we get to watch on a regular basis. And that is what I think is going to be the drawback to the season. The fact that they've condensed the tour championship to three events, I think that's fine. It, that's all you need. It should be a very, you know, sprint to the finish, right? You've already been playing all year to jockey for your position, so we don't need four events. And, and most of the guys were skipping one anyhow. Right, uh, certainly the top of the top of the heap. Or so I think right. this is fine. Condensing the schedule on the, this end for the tour championship, it still should be in September. And I'm going to stick with that one. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get one away, get that one get away. So <laughs> I just think it's, it, we should be back to the whole way. I don't, I don't like this event, as you can tell. I don't like the the PGA being in May. So you mentioned the silly season, right? And and when when I think of historically the golf silly season. That was, you know, towards the end of the year when we had the Skins game and the mm-hmm. Shark shootout yep. and, you know, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. That, that to me was silly season. Now I yeah. think it's sort of taken yep. a different definition because we've got all these sort of, you know, cause I mean, the, the PGA tour, you know, as soon as the cha- tour championship's over, season's over, season starts again. So now we've right. got all we these other it. events that nobody plays in. Is that the silly yeah, season now? I, yeah, exactly. Matthew and I call it the never ending season of golf. That is the silly season starts in the fall that that's when people really don't care. Okay. They just, there's the, the fields are, and listen, if you're a PJ tour player, it's an important event. We know guys are out there if it's their, if their hunt for a living and they, they have a chance to win an event in, in a very, you know, reduced quality of field where these, you know, players in the 75 to 150, uh, you know, on the PJ tour standings have a chance to win because you don't have many of the top 50 players in the world there. And that's, you know, good for them. But from a viewership standpoint, you know, it's it's on the low end of the totem pole, so it's silly. They're going to play a couple of events just because they're they're trying to keep that uh you know keep that interest and also keep these tour players keep them happy. Keep you know they play for their what they win. So if if they don't have an event to play in, they're not earning any money. You know, so uh, again, I, I call it the silly season because really, like any good sports category, you need to take some time off for people to recharge their batteries, get reinterested. And reset the game, you know, for the next the next season, and rolling it into a you know a fall couple three events is just uh, it's it's just minutia. Doesn't really do anything for me. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to talk. I love golf. I don't. I don't. I just don't. I just don't think it has. It's it's not quality golf at that level. And the, and listen, right. the guys who are trying to get their tour cards, the guys in the the now the Corn Ferry Tour, absolutely, you need to be playing. You need because you're not on the PGA Tour. You know, you're, you've got to, you've got to keep all the opportunities you can to make a living, make some money, get some experience. But if you're, if you're holding the PJ tour card, take a couple months off, be with your family, rest your, rest your mind and get ready for the, for the, for the real season, which should kick off with the tour champ, uh, the tour tournament champions in, in, in January. So. Perry, I want to go back to, to the, to the Shrixon brand. Right? Yeah. You guys have had a, a resurgence by, Hideki Matsuyama started to play good golf again. Keegan Bradley has come back from the dead. You know, our friend Zach Sucher had a tie for a second a couple of weeks ago at the Travelers Championship. Jerry right. Kelly having a great season. 
out on the Champions Tour. I don't think enough people realize how good the players are and how good the product is from all three brands that uh, that you're a manager of. But let's talk about Strixon and the really good year you guys have actually put together. Uh, no, it's it's been a phenomenal. You, and you're you're right on with, with mentioning a couple of uh, really strong performances by a lot of our staff players on on all the tours. Um, not to mention we had uh, our girl from Australia win the KPGA uh, the PGA Women's Championship. So, uh, so we've had we've had major we had that's a major win. We've had a, we've had two major wins at that category and a lot of wins in the in on tour. Uh, it's it's been a strong year for us, and the golf ball continues to lead the brand. It's it's certainly where Shrixon Golf has been, you know, a leader in technology. We hold the the most worldwide patents in golf ball design. It's a company that's over almost a hundred years old now. Uh, it's it's in the, it's been in the business of making top quality golf products for as long, if not longer, and holds more worldwide patents than Titleist. So for most people, they don't they don't know that because they know Titleist here in the States. And rightly so, Titleist is, you know, has the brand market share and stuff in the States. But when we bring the whole world into play, they're not, they don't really quite hold the candles of what Strixon's done over the years of developing and, and bringing product to market for a longer period of time. So it's a, it's a neat story and, and we're having some success and it's fun to see, um, you know, the guys and the gals who have trust our product putting some wins on the boards. And, and and like, well, you're right. It's not just, a, you know, it's not just one or two players, uh, like, you know, our star players, but a Keegan Bradley coming back playing well. Uh, and again, Shane Lowry, great win that, you know, Shane was having a better season. He had a couple close tries early in the season. So he was able to you know, piece it all together and put a win on the board. And so it's been a great year for the, for the golf ball product on tour. Perry, speaking of the Strix on golf balls, and you know I'm a big fan of the yellow Z-Star. It's one of my favorite golf balls. And, and, and you guys actually have a, have a wonderful golf ball fitting section on Strixon.com. Talk about how our listeners can go out there and figure out which Strixon ball is actually best suited for their game. Yeah, certainly. That's a, that's a great question. And, and there's a lot of product out there in the, in the golf ball market and a lot of product that's comparable, if you will, from brand to brand, but when you're going to buy a brand specifically within that brand, you're going to find the micro brands of golf balls that really, not just from a price difference, but really a performance and technology story that really can make a difference in how to improve your game, improve some of your results that you may not even think about. But remember, the golf ball is the most important piece of equipment you play because it's on every shot, okay? You know, you're using the golf ball on every swing. Every ball is hit by, by the club. It's, it's the golf ball first. So the key thing that these people have, most people have to figure out is what is your speed? You know, how, how hard are you striking the golf ball? That's the first criteria to match the compression of the golf ball or the, what is the core. And the core is the engine of the golf ball. And that's where players need to get a golf ball that has the right core design to maximize the launch of the ball and the speed of the ball to create maximum performance and distance. And for most players who are somewhere in that zero or 80 to 90 miles an hour clubhead speed, our lower compression golf balls like Softfield and Q-Star are going to be a great fit for those players. They're a little more durable with their cover design, so they don't spin as much around the green, but they also don't spin as much on your, on your miss hits and, and on your, on your full swing shots. And that's a good thing for most players in that category. As you jump up the skill level, you, you move to Q-Star Tour for players who are not quite the high clubhead speed, but they want a urethane golf ball that will spin and feel around like a tour ball. Q-Star Tour delivers that ball a little lower compression than the, than the Z-Star and the XV, but it also provides that feel and, and maximizes, again, launch and speed. 
And up to the top of the chain with, with the V-Star, a different golf ball than XV because it's a three-piece construction versus the four. The three-piece construction delivers a little bit more spin, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's a little more spin to hold the trajectory and let the player work the ball a little bit more for players who don't spin it and have, have high club head speeds. The XV is for players who have high club head speeds and have a lot of spin, and they want to reduce spin. So these are all combinations. When guys walk the test product, they, they got to figure out how the ball flies when they when they hit that stinger uh, four iron or hit that that, that 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 low punch wedge. You know, they need to know what the ball is doing, whether it's rising on them or when it lands, is it grabbing? So most of us, even good players, don't spin the ball a tremendous amount when it lands on the green. So most of us should play a golf ball that's helping keep its flight in the air, maximizing its distance, and holding a trajectory that we can learn to understand and control our ball flight from. If we do that, the ball's going to curve a lot less. And I don't know about you, but I hit the ball. My ball curves a lot less. I play a lot better. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, right. a, that's just the way it goes. So that's that's a real quick synopsis of the of the soft feel Q-Star and then, of course, Q-Star Tour and Z-Star balls that give a player some variance based on speed and skill. And the rest of it's, you know, the, the pricing is different based on the, the design, but from a performance standpoint, just because you're paying $20 for a dozen soft feels doesn't mean it's the wrong ball for you because it's a, it's a lower price. It may be the perfect ball based on your skill and your speed. So that's the beauty of our, our line. We have some, we, we touched some price points, but we also touched the player skill levels. And, um, and, and of course, you, you forgot to mention our premium ball in the Zexio brand that I, and we have That's right. Enjoy some Zexio golf balls. And Zexio brand is, is, is basically taking that, that speed technology that is maximizing speed for the slower cut head speed players, utilizing a golf ball again helps the launch conditions. And those are the factors that make your driving distance maximized in mind. It's getting able to maximize the speed that it leaves the club face at the proper launch angle with the proper amount of spin. And when you can get those three things lined up, you're going to hit the ball better. And most people are missing some of those three elements I just described. Their spin's too much, their launch is too low, or their speed's not enough. So when, when, you, when you're struggling in one of those three categories, you need to help improve that. And a golf ball will definitely, there is a difference. And it's, and it's not just because one's $100, $50 a dozen, and one's $20 a dozen. It's how it's designed. So, Perry, when can I get this XEO balls in yellow? That's a great question. I don't, I don't know if that gold paint and silent paint still will show up very good on the yellow golf ball. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, you can't see the luster of that golf ball. It's gotta be, I show people that golf ball, they go, wow, what is this? And I say, well, it's really a good golf ball for your, for your game, but it also has a look you haven't ever seen in a golf ball, as you could probably attest to. So, yeah, I don't, Absolutely. I don't think it's coming in yellow, but, uh, it, it, it may, you know, the, the, the yellow golf ball is definitely continuing to be, uh, in, in, in favor with more, more and more players switching to a yellow golf ball for visibility and, and, uh, you know, it doesn't perform any difference. It's easier to see and easier to find in the grass. So, yep, it's, it's, a, it's a neat product. Perry, uh, one more before I let you go. And we talk a lot about yeah. the short game on this show. Yeah. My, my good friend Tom Patry beats into my head all the time. Short game, short game, short game. Cleveland yeah. wedges, Love some it. of the best on the yeah. market. The RTX wedges are fantastic. Talk about, you know, those wedges and how they can help us from even, you know, like we talk about 100 yards in all the time. How can I take three yeah, shots or four shots and turn it into two with those wedges? Mm. Well, you're going to get you're going to get the man, Mr. Patriot, uh, afterward to, to really help take that to the next level. But that is the key. We have studied 65 percent of your shots during a round of play come from inside of 125 yards. Just 
take a quick think about that. 65% of your shots. So if you're shooting 90, you're hitting 60 shots, or about 62 shots uh, from, <laughs> from that inside of 125 yards. So that's, that's pretty much for most players, some type of wedge. It may be a pitching wedge at 46 degrees, and it may be all the way, you know, down to a, just a full lob wedge, right? So the, the, there's variance in lofts that are a key to, a key ingredient to match up with your set. That's one thing that we offer. The other thing that's more, probably more important than the, just the loft availability of loft is the type of wedge design. So you mentioned RTX4, blade, tour model, tour design, tour player driven by specs and performance to maximize their feedback and feel and what they expect from a, from a wedge to, to manage and control the distance. That's what really wedge play is all about, being able to control your distance. Like I jokingly say, you don't want to hit a 50 yard wedge shot when you need 30 yards. That's not a good thing. Okay. <laughs> you, you want, you want to be able to hit a 30 yard wedge shot to 30 yards, 32. You know, you want to be very close. So, and that's what most people struggle with at the instruction piece of the puzzle. They, it's not that they've chosen the wrong wedge for the distance that they've chosen the pop. They don't, they're not properly set up in the way to execute the shot. So, and that's something for, for Tom to get into too with you, but it, that's what we teach a lot in our wedge is how to, how to grab distance control and utilize your wedges to make that happen. If you need a, if you need a lob or more trajectory, you should use your highest lofted wedge. That may be a 56 for some, it may be a 60 for others. Again, depending on your skill level and your, and your comfort of what, what you're used to using. But both will deliver that. You can make that happen. The key thing too is when you're talking about switching over to the CBX2, the new CBX2 that's now getting ready to launch. Uh, we had CBX for the last two years. And this is a wedge designed with cavity back performance for players who play cavity back irons. Who doesn't play a cavity back iron out there? Most non-tour professionals do, right? So why are you playing a blade wedge if you're playing a cavity back iron? Well, the cavity back iron delivers three things. It delivers forgiveness. It delivers uh, proper bounce uh, into the into the turf because it's got more bounce than most tour wedges have. And number three, it gives forgiveness. I said that twice. Okay, most players need forgiveness on their wedges, whether they're hitting a 15-yard shot or a 100-yard shot. You don't want your 100-yard shot to fall to 93 yards. You want to go 97, and that's what a cavity back wedge does versus a tour wedge. It keeps the distance much closer to the way you struck it. Now, if you miss hit it, you miss hit it. But I'm talking about something that's pretty close to your best swing, but not your best swing. And that's where a cavity back wedge design helps most players. And then we have the smart soul. Uh, chipper and, and, and sand wedge or what is the 58 degree, uh, lob wedge for the player who just is maybe a beginner golfer or just not very comfortable with wedges in general. It's a wide sole design to maximize, uh, what is the bounce opportunity to keep the club from digging extremely. So if you're a steep player or a player who just struggles out of the bunker, those two parts, the, the, the smart sole wedge will help out of the bunker and the smart sole chipper will help around the green for chipping and and, and putting, or chipping and running shots around the green. So we have wedges for all player types. That's the beauty of our wedge line. It's not just for one specific player and say, here, I like to, I know you like the Cleveland wedge, but if you're not good enough, you can't play this. We, we have wedges to fit your game. And just like we do with the golf ball, there's the criteria we use to try to fit your game and, and maximize your performance. And like you said, you can knock three to five shots off your game in that zone of play if you have the right tools in your bag. And that means maybe having two or three wedges instead of one. That means learning a little more skill about how to keep, you know, where to play your wedges, not, you know, what is your, where is the place you want to miss it? What is the, you know, what is the yardage that you can maximum swing this club and not get in trouble? I see a lot of players struggling with wedges because they may pull the right wedge out of their bag, but they're not committed to the shot because they say, well, I was afraid of going over the green. 
Well, if you were afraid of going over the green in your mind, why were you using that lofted wedge? Go to the go to the, the higher lofted wedge and hit it full. Don't try to decelerate unless you're really skilled. You need to learn how to choke down or just go ahead and hit the full swing shot. Players make that mistake commonly. They just they get in the shot. No, I, I was afraid of going over the green. Well, <laughs> it's hard to be committed when you're you're worried about the miss before you ever hit the shot. So that's one of the common mistakes a lot of players make. Just in that that you know easy to remedy. Nothing instruction based, but more about the choice and commitment to the shot. And if players can you know kind of stay in that mode and not and not find themselves trying to I want to say manipulate the yardage, but get to a yard and say, look, I can hit my wedge 70 yards. Well, when your laser shoots you and you've got 78 yards to the pin, don't try to hit your longer wedge and feather it in there with eight yards. Go ahead and hit your full wedge 70 yards and take your 10 or 15 footer and go on to the next hole. You know, don't get yourself in trouble by trying to do something you're not comfortable doing. So that would be my, my quick wedge tip to, to try to keep players, uh, you know, in their best chance for success. You know, to, uh, to, to not give away shots because most people miss the green with a wedge, a chip and two putt, or hit it so far from the pin they three putt. That's giving away shots. And I'll tell you what, Perry, that's, that's great advice. And that's something that uh, we talked about last week here on the show is, and so, you know, for the, for all of us that are weekend players, right? We're not out there right. playing three or four times a week. We're, we're sure. way in the double digits in our handicap. One of the things okay. that uh, that I think that we make mistake strategically is we're we're, we're shooting at it, we're shooting at the pin, right? and there's all kinds of different yards, right? I mean, you know, it, right. The next thing you know, we're coming up way short because we don't we hit it a little fast. We're coming up way long because we thinned it a little bit. Instead of right. one of the right. strategies we talked about is go for the middle of the green. Forget about the pin. No question. Go for the middle of the right. green and then two putt right. and go yeah. on to the next hole. Exactly. And a lot of times, as you, you and I, I know you haven't played enough golf, a lot of times you're playing for the center of the green and you push or pull the shot and it goes towards the pin. So, you know, you actually miss the shot a little bit, but it actually comes out like you're hitting up the flag. But you're right. If there's, if there's trouble to the right, you know, we have, and you're, and the pin's on the right side of the green, yeah, aim center. And if you happen to hit it 20 feet, take your chance of making the 20 footer. And, 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 in that worst case, two putt and go on to the next. But if you miss that right into the bunker or if it's a hazard over there, you know, you're making right. double or you're triple bogey. So, so those are, those are the, again, cautionary plays, much like, you know, choosing to make sure that the distance you're going is, is to be, make that full swing, commit to it and not be trying to, you know, jimmy your swing in the middle and try to throttle it back or, or overswing and try to hit right. it too far. Just make a comfortable swing and be, you know, be satisfied with the 15 footer. And, and if you get greedy, most people, you know, you're going to get in trouble when you start getting a little too greedy. You know, but that's, a, that's great advice. Perry, remind our listeners before I let you go how they can stay up to date with all the great things that you and the brand are both doing, whether it's online or it's on social media. Well, certainly, you know, we are, our, our three websites, uh, Strixon.com and ClevelandGolf.com and Zexio.USA.com are the are the three names for product stories and product uh, uh, information, all the details uh, from all the specs and all that. Three, each of the three brands are on there, and in all our social media platforms from face from Facebook to Twitter. Yeah, we we've got them on all the tours. We have all that we follow. Uh, you know, each of the each of the tour has a specific to the European, the PGA tour, the women's tour. So yeah, whatever whatever player level you are, whoever you want to follow, click on there and and get, catch some information about what uh, what our Strixon staffers are doing and and how they're performing. So yeah, lots of ways to get in the loop. 
Well, Perry, I can't thank you enough for uh, for taking time out of your night to come back and be a part of this show with me. I hope you'll continue to come back from time to time, share your stories and your insights with us. And uh, uh, you're always a joy to have part of the show. And I always love listening to you and Matthew on Sunday mornings. You know, I'm there religiously listening to you guys because you're fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, my pleasure, Chris. Appreciate you having me on and uh, look forward to getting back with you sometime soon. Thank you, Perry. Say hi to Matthew for me on uh, on Sunday, and I'll, uh, like I say, I'll we'll, be listening in. Will we'll do. Appreciate it. Take care, Perry. Thank you. That is Perry French. Again, Shrixon Cleveland Golf, Zexio Golf, and Zexio, X-X-I-O, Zexio. And as Perry mentioned, I'll tell you what, the Zexio Golf Ball, and we talked about this back in the, in the uh, early part of the year, most beautiful golf ball you'll ever look at. A little gold flex. In there, in the uh, in the cover, it's uh, it's a very unique thing. It's a pretty thing. Matthew always talks about how he gets them and doesn't want to hit them because they're too pretty to hit, and uh, he won't let any of his friends even hold the golf ball and just show it to him. It's it's a great looking golf ball and it's a great performing golf ball. I went out and used them uh, this past year uh, on my uh, buddy's trip, but uh, and I'm also a very big uh, fan of the yellow Z Star as well. So Perry French. Great guest, great guy. Listen to him with uh, Matthew Lawrence on Backspin Golf every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time on uh, WLXG.com or the WLXG app. And look forward to getting uh, Perry.